all right, I don't want to keep sending these, these black boys or this black boy to the teachers, to the principal's office. What can I do different? Now, there's got to be some accountability on his part. We, we know Deshaun got to do his part. Yeah. But what can I do? Yeah. Because I think effort needs to match effort. You know, let me show you what I'm going to do to show you that I do care. About what you got going on, I promise you. Brian, gonna call the police tonight. You gotta talk to me, alright? Can't do it like this. But before you call the police, what else can be done? I'm dead. DP. Welcome to Building Bridges with Black Men. Alright, we're back again. This time we got an article on. Black boys face double jeopardy at school. Uh, this is found in the Yale Insights uh, Journal. Look, it's a school journal. What do we, what we say? This was School of Management? School of Management, yes, sir. Yeah, black boys face double jeopardy at school. It says, yeah, okay, it says teachers tend to blame black boys more than white boys for identical misbehaviors and are more likely to spend excuse me, more likely to send them to the principal's office. Listen to that again. Black boys more than white boys for identical misbehaviors and are, for, and are more likely to send them to the principal's office. Black and Latino boys also receive harsher punishment because the schools they attend have more punitive cultures. Wow, picture this scene. A high school student arrives at class late and lets the door slam disrupting his peers who are taking the test. When the teacher says, hey, the boy slams the door again and looks defiant. What happens next? Mm. Mm. I can only imagine. <laughs> the answer depends partly on the student's race, according to a study by Jayanti Owens, an assistant professor of organizational behavior at Yale School of Management. She showed teachers videos of teen actors performing identical misbehaviors. If the actor was black, teacher tended to consider the behavior more blameworthy and more likely to refer the kid to the principal's office, even though their actions were the same as those of white actors. Uh, wow. Hmm. Again, about that culture, right? What, what are you expecting out of them? It sometimes informs what they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it goes like you said about the culture of the environment. Uh, the culture of the learning environment, I should say, more specifically. Further down, it says major racial and ethnic disparities still exist in school discipline. Black boys are about three times more likely than white boys to be suspended or expelled. Wow. Mm. So, that, so that's what we're part of our theme here. Before you do such and such, what else can be done? So in this case, this is about before you send that black boy to be expelled or ex suspended, what else can be done? Mm-hmm. And two, on the flip side, yeah. we know there's school safety. Yes. You know, I mean, many schools are dealing with uh, firearms, weapons, yeah. uh, illegal drugs, legal substances, uh, even hurting each other, fighting, right. harassment. So we know that side exists. Right, yeah. But how do you find that balance between keeping the children safe mm -hmm. and also providing a free... Uh, liberated learning environment where right. they don't feel like they are in a prison, but they feel like they're somewhere that's extension of their community where they can learn. Right, right. 
that I'm sure there's no easy answer to that. No, that's, no, I, 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 I agree. I agree. I think um, there's no easy answer. But I think, as I said in previous podcasts, I believe there's a small percentage of students who are causing a lot of the problems. Mm. And I do believe the majority of students who go to school really want to be in a learning environment. Yeah, that's true. And I believe the majority of teachers who teach want to be able to go to school and just teach effectively to students who are there to want to learn. So yeah. it's, it's, it's unfortunate that a lot of times they're not being able to teach. Um, instead, they're being there to police, mm. you know, and, and, and hand out uh, referrals and, and all the other stuff that comes with, um, that gets in the way of them being able to teach. So another hypothesis is that teachers perceive minority students' behavior differently. For example, in one previous study, K-12 teachers read descriptions of a student misbehaving twice. If the student was named Darnell or Deshaun, more typical black boys, the teacher rated the repeated behavior as more severe and irritating and deserving harsher punishment compared to students named Greg or Jake. Overall, teachers were 6.6 percentage points more likely to say they would send a black boy to the office than a white boy. Wow. Let me read that again. Overall, teachers were 6.6 percentage points more likely to say they would send a black boy to the office than a white boy. About one quarter of that disparity was driven by higher levels of blame. On average, the teachers seemed to believe that the black kids truly were behaving more negatively than the white kids, even though they're not, she says. They're all behaving the same way. Wow. There are several possible reasons for the higher referral rate, Owen says. If a teacher believes minority students are worse behaved, they might want to get them out of their classroom. Mm. Or they might think black parents are less likely than white parents to complain. Mm. Or that the school administrator is less likely to push back on the teacher's decision. Wow. Wow. But I think we, as, 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 we, as we sit here and go through this article, we need to, to, to dispel this myth or stereotype that black parents are not involved because they are. You and I know a lot. My parents were involved. Your parents were involved. Yeah. I know other people whose parents were involved. So I do get, and I do agree with you, uh, maybe, and that's not even true of all lower socioeconomic African-American children. That's true, too, yeah. Um, yeah. There are parents, hardworking parents out there who will go to school, take time off school. I think sometimes it even depends on what sort of attention they're getting when they're coming to the school. What I mean by that, that I show yeah. up, I take time off work, regardless of how I get there, bus, bike, train, walk. Sometimes the attention necessary to handle a situation or deal with a referral or discuss a situation may not always be given the same sort of attention. Mm. If Gary or Greg's parents would have came up there, there is some truth behind the fact of, let me go ahead and send this referral for this, this black kid because I don't, I don't believe their parents are going to come up there. Mm. So again, if we're talking about things that can be done before you call authorities, or you, before you call anyone, let me see what can be done. Part of it is figuring out what is a good time to connect. Yeah. Something as simple as that. That's a start. That's a start. Because, again, there are many parents who want to be involved in their children's academic um, progress, but sometimes it's as simple as a phone call. We don't match up at the same time. So, therefore, it appears as if you're not interested because you didn't call me back. No, yeah. I couldn't call you back because I'm at work. So, every time I do call you... You're in class. So we got to figure out what we can do to have a conversation so he does not get referred 
um, to the principal um, again and again. All right, I don't want to keep sending these, these black boys or this black boy to the teachers, to the principal's office. What can I do different? Now, there's got to be some accountability on his part. We, we know Deshaun got to do his part. Yeah. But what can I do? Yeah. Because I think effort needs to match effort. You know, your energy, keep that same energy as these kids say. If you get that high energy of caring, let me show you what I'm going to do to show you that I do care. So just, just practical things that I think, you know, again, um, from, a, from a perspective of, from a teacher standpoint, maybe what could be done. So Yeah, because, I mean, like I said, it is, there is some personal responsibility involved, too. Yeah, he has to yeah. cooperate. But I think a lot of times it's probably a very small percent mm-hmm. that are just bad, bad. Yeah, yeah. And we haven't even talked about, I mean, my hope is that, again, it's, 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 it's not our responsibility as, as black people to be saviors for everything, but doggone, if I'm in a learning environment, I would want to reach out to, hey, hey, Miss Smith, can you, can you come and talk to Deshaun? Why are you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking <laughs> because you're an older black woman. I'm going to just keep it a buck. I'm asking you because maybe you can identify, maybe you can help me. Yep. Because I do believe that if the environment's for learning, every teacher there who wants to be able to teach, every teacher there should say, let me, what can I do? So I'm not saying teachers don't do that, but there's got to be something before, as you said, referral, calling law enforcement, calling the SRO, calling whoever. Yeah. We should want that for the child. And the child should want that, you know, for themselves. But, yeah. you know, everybody, as you just said, there's a small percentage of kids who are coming to school who, who already turned up before they leave out their door. Yeah from their house. So school administration could employ a variety of policies to correct these disparities. To reduce teachers' propensity to blame black students, schools could offer empathy interventions that encourage teachers to consider reasons that a student might misbehave, such as a lack of nutritious food or being exposed to conflict at home. We kind of just said that. Uh To close the office referral gap, schools could, could change or clarify the criteria or behaviors that merit referral. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, like the class one action, class two action, mm-hmm. class three action. Mm-hmm. There's a school shout out to shout out to schools, but there's a school I know. All the kids have a Chromebook, and each day, K through eight, they'll come in, and it says, "How is your day going?" I think the questions are in the morning. How's your day? Wow. You touch green, yellow, red. If it's green, then there's no there's no need reason to pull you out of class. Yellow, I'm well, pay attention. If it's red, something's going on. They like pull those kids out of class and say, "Hey, what's wow. going on?" Isn't that powerful? Like, just imagine <laughs> if you had that, you could have a whole school with hitting red that day, or you have a whole school hitting green, or you just identify those kids. Like, hey, hey, Deshaun, let me let me talk to you for a second. That's hey, good. Everything good? <laughs> nah, I just I didn't have a nutritious meal, or my mom and dad are going their separate ways, and my mom just lost their job. Can you imagine how, mm. how you would cut down on referrals, fights, uh, a, a, an environment that's not conducive for learning? You could cut down on all that. Now, you know, me as being a person who loves math yeah. and, and data, that's good. Yeah. We need to do a whole episode just on yeah, that. Yeah, just on that. Just on that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Hey, Chromebooks for wow. every student in the school. And said, I need for you guys to, as you come in, your homeroom class, everybody got to go to homeroom or whatever, first period class, I need for you to identify how you're feeling. Mm. You know? And maybe you do it in the morning, 
and you do it at the end of the day, your last period of class. And you gather that information, and then the next day, hey, this person had a red in the morning, we kind of talked to him at the end of the day, he's still doing a red. And imagine that the teacher yeah, monitor her or his students during that time. Right. And the administration. Yeah. Can see it too. Yep. Um, yeah, I say the teachers be involved in as well. Like, hey, how you feel? Because every time, yeah, that too. Yeah, think about you as a teacher and the work that I do. We got to leave everything going on with us at the door the minute you That's hit the school. Bam! Mm -hmm. Then I hit the office. Can't bring my issues in there. Yeah. Because I can't allow it to impact the people that I'm serving. You can't allow it to impact the children that you're serving. So we in a service field, but sometimes it's hard to try to keep it all together because life's happening for us as well. Man, I wonder how many. How many schools are doing something like that? Like I said, for students and for teachers. Yeah. Like a just a, a real time check in. Yeah, real time check in. That morning. Yep. I mean, it can be half day through the That's day. That's it. Too. That's it. Before you go to lunch. Mm-hmm. Do your thing on the survey. Yeah. Or or what? How you feeling? Right. Wow. See how powerful that would be. Yep. That's the answer for it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, shows off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I mean, it goes to what they were saying about the, the uh, person doing the research, empathy interventions. Uh-huh. That really goes into that to know how are you doing so mm -hmm. that there can be an intervention beforehand. Right, right, right. If you got a whole class on red, the teacher on red, you know, we, the yeah. class next door is on red, it's red alert. Yeah, something's going on. Yeah, we need we need to maybe and maybe honestly, this may not be a day that we're teaching this this material. Mm. It's just like everybody, get what's going on. Yeah, I know y'all. I know you. You know, maybe we lost a student in the school, and everybody's impacted yeah. by that. I know there. I know there's counselors on site that show up when things like that happen. But mm. when they're gone, kids still are dealing with that. Mm. If it was a close friend, teachers are still dealing with that. That was a close friend. So you can imagine, like, you know, let's just pause on this material today. Let's just take a second and just reflect. That's powerful. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, because you want, I mean, I just, every time I go off to work, I try to send my kids in a good frame of mind. Yeah. Try to. Get over and do, get, get out the bed. Like, they already <laughs> wound up if I'm yelling and saying, get out of bed, it's time to go. But you don't want that. You want to be able to go, be prepared to be in a learning environment. All I got to do is be prepared to learn. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's stressful. Um, and kids should, regardless of your age, you should be worrying about that stuff. If I'm 13, I should worry about 13-year-old stuff. Yeah. If I'm 16, I should be worrying about 16-year-old stuff, whatever that is. Not issues going on at home. Yeah. Not issues in the school like I'm being bullied, I'm being teased, what have you. It's a lot to deal with. Yeah. And teachers got to, like we said, if teachers could just teach, that would be ideal. But they can't. You got to be social yeah. workers. They got to be a mom, got to be a dad, got to be a counselor, mm. got to be a life coach. Yeah. So we don't get into pay. Shout out to teachers. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely shout out to teachers. Yeah. So, last part says why Owens identified multiple factors that affect discipline rates, the relative contribution of each one will likely vary across districts, she says. Administrators should consider which factors play the strongest roles at their schools when choosing interventions. Mm. They need to understand the processes that are driving the disparities, she says. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think before, again, another practical tool, 
for those, for the listening audience who are teachers and, and who work with African-American boys or children of color, is just checking in with them. Yeah. I mean, I believe you can check in with all your students, so I think you should, but if, if you have a child who's had a referral and he leaves a class and he comes back a day or two, instead of having this, this me against you approach as a teacher, hey, hey, Deshaun, you good? Is everything yeah. all right? Nah, I don't like you. Or I'm mad you turned me in. At least you have a, you have a, you have a starting point of why mm. he's angry if he's back in the classroom. Yeah. So just checking in, just trying to check in. It may be hard to do because I got to be prepared to teach. I got this lesson plan to get through. But just something simply to say, hey, let me talk to you for a second. Are you good? Wow. He could say, yeah, I'm good. All right. I don't appreciate it. Deshaun, let's talk about this after class. Just give me 45 minutes so we can get through this material. I do want to spend a minute talking to you. It will change. It could change, simply shift at least the class period for that moment. But just checking in is checking in with that with that with that with that, uh, with that child. Checking in. Checking uh, in. That's the advice for today. Yep. Before you do that, check in. Check in. See how they're doing. Okay, Daddy, you're happy. Daddy, just make some dinner. Right?